cattle are being mysteriously mutilated in Oregon, and $3,000 Jesus shoes filled with holy water sell out within minutes, and women in Houston are going to be rallying at City Hall against the tampon tax on National Period Day. This is the weird news for Wednesday. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Let's get into some weird stories, offbeat stuff. What do you say? Mm, I like you. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. Cattle mysteriously mutilated in Oregon. In the early morning light, dust from hooves creates a fog at Sylvie's Valley Ranch in remote Oregon. Cowboys whistle and talk low to their eager herding dogs. They're moving the cattle from one vast sage-studded range to another. Five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead on the ranch this past summer. Drained of all their blood, body parts precisely removed. But by who? But by what? The ranch vice president, Colby Marshall, drives his truck down a U.S. Forest Service road. Marshall says, Then we'll get out and take a little walk to where one of the bulls was found, and the carcass is still there. Coming up upon one of the dead bulls is an eerie scene, you better believe it. The forest is hot and still, apart from a raven's repeating caw. The bull looks like a giant deflated plush toy. It smells. Strangely, there are no signs of buzzards, coyotes, or other scavengers. His red coat is as shiny as if he was going to the fair, but it's bloodless, and its tongue and genitals have been surgically cut out. Marshall says these young livestock were just reaching their top value as breeding bulls. The animals are worth around $6,000 each, and since these are breeding bulls, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of future calves are now lost as well. The local sheriff in this area has been working these cattle cases. He's received dozens of calls from all over, offering tips and suggestions. The sheriff says, A lot of people lean toward the aliens. One caller had told us to look for basically a depression under the carcass because he said that the alien ships will kind of beam the cow up and do whatever they are going to do with it. Then they just drop the cows from a great height. Jenkins says the cases have been tough. Little evidence. No credible leads. A few things are clear. It isn't bears. It isn't wolves, cougars. It isn't poisonous plants. Nor were these animals shot. The local sheriff's office continues to field calls on these killings in the area, and Sylvie's ranch has put up a $25,000 reward for information that could solve this case. I've never covered a uh, cattle mutilation story before, but this is something that's been going on for a long, long time. Back in the 1970s, this epidemic first came to light when thousands of cattle and other livestock were found dead throughout the decade. It was so prevalent that the FBI investigated the cattle mutilations. Kansas was one of the states that was hit the most. In the fall of 1973, the FBI news clippings showed 40 cases, largely along Highway 81. All were seemingly killed in the same pattern on the isolated prairie scape. Their ears, tongues, genitals, and udders all neatly removed, surgically removed. Often the scene was bloodless, no tracks left. 
A veterinarian once noted that several gallons of blood drained from the cow. This sort of story would become prevalent in the 80s and 90s as well. And now, covering a story today about it. Fascinating stuff. Don't know what to think. A lot of theories abound about what this could be. Aliens are usually the go-to. And we live in a very alien-obsessed culture where we... Anything that's inexplicable, we find an easy, an easy explanation by adding aliens to the mix, I think. What's going on here? I have no idea. Is it aliens? I find it strange to think that it would be aliens. I really do, to be honest with you. If we're going to get weird, let's get weird. What sort of alien would have to do this thousands of times? Because the theory is they're doing this to study us, right? Study our life forms. How does it work? Molecular biology. Maybe they're trying to get to the bottom of it. Why would you need to mutilate so many if that was the case? I look to this in a way that I, I look at crop circles, which have been completely debunked to anybody who wants to seek satisfaction on the debunking. You can find evidence of that. Clearly, crop circles were not made by aliens, as was thought for a long time. And I think cattle mutilations fall into the same category. Who's doing this? Why? What's going on? I have no idea. Somebody with a very sick mind, obviously. A very weird person, for sure. Maybe you have an opinion about this paranormal story. I hope you enjoy my Twilight Zone voice that I've been delivering this in. I find it's appropriate for stories such as this. Call Weird AF News. 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. Whatever you do, do not mutilate my cattle. I don't really have a cattle, but there's a squirrel that hangs out on my balcony. If you could just please leave him alone. We're making friends here. $3,000 Jesus shoes filled with holy water sell out within minutes. That's a holy lot of money. It's pun time, baby. Well, you'll be happy to know that a limited edition sneaker filled with holy water in the soles and blessed by a priest sold out within minutes of his debut, despite the sneakers costing a whopping 3000 bucks. Do you not know what to do with your money? That you're buying Jesus shoes? Is that what's happening? How desperate are you to get into heaven, huh? Is this for all the runners out there that want to get into heaven? Brooklyn-based creative label Mischief is responsible for releasing the Jesus shoes, which is actually a pair of Nikes that have been injected with holy water. The holy water sourced from the Jordan River. The water, which is visible in the see-through sole, has some coloring added to enhance visibility. The kicks called Jesus shoes also feature the Bible verse Matthew 14.25, which is the passage describing Jesus walking on water. And if you adorn these shoes, maybe you too can walk on water. Please try. Try in a very deep, deep end of the pool. Could you please? (laughs) And send me a video of that. There's also a single drop of blood on the shoes to represent the blood of Christ. Is Is the drop of blood in the water? In the soul, or is it just like... I'm looking at a picture of it. I don't see where the drop of blood is. Whose blood is that? I want to know. Can't be just wearing sneakers that have people's blood in it. Come on, now! 
Among the other religious details, you'll be happy to know that the frankincense-scented insoles are a feature. <laughs> frankincense-scented insoles? Oh, goodness. Are they also made out of the Shroud of Turin? There's a crucifix threaded through the laces. And a red sole, which references the red shoes traditionally worn by past popes. You can kick somebody in the genitals to bless them with these shoes, right? <laughs> you can play sports and know that Jesus is looking over you. You won't get an injury. You're wearing his shoes. The shoebox displays an angel and a seal that resembles the official papal seal. Ooh, cool. What I like most about this is that the company Mischief is uh, using this to poke fun at ca collaboration culture. Yes, they want to make a statement about how absurd collab culture has gotten says Head of Commerce, Daniel Greenberg. We were wondering, what would a collab with Jesus Christ look like? Less than two dozen of the Jesus shoes were made with no plans to create more. Although the founder of the brand hinted, there may be a second coming in the future. <laughs> the Mischief label releases new items every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. I wonder if they're all weird like this. I do like uh, that this is an item that pokes fun of the culture, for sure. I poke fun at the culture all the time. I think it's ridiculous when <laughs> this, you know, stuff like this is made. The consumer culture just really goes over the top with crap like this, you know? Our obsession with consumer culture is reflected in the demand for such crazy items. The fact that these shoes sold out, excuse me while I flub up this, our obsession with consumer culture is reflected in the fact that these Jesus shoes sold out within minutes at $3,000 a pair. I mean, is that not ridiculous? That tells you a lot, right? Unbelievable. I gotta say, looking at these sneakers, Jesus would be proud, wouldn't he? So proud. If he was to revisit the earth in the theoretical second coming... I'm sure he would love a pair of these. Watch him walk on water with his new Jesus shoes. Jesus was quoted as saying, I really enjoy the grip. I feel like I'm walking on water all the time. Actually, I am walking on water all the time with my new Jesus shoes. Eat your heart out, Jordan. The Jesus shoes are going to take over this industry. <laughs> Stupid. And a really just unauthentic impression of Jesus, right? If we're being real here. <laughs> Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China. And full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Houston women are rallying at City Hall against the tampon tax. Hundreds are expected to descend upon the Houston City Hall next week on National Period Day to rally against the tampon tax, which is a sales tax on menstrual products. 
in an event meant to coincide with dozens of other rallies taking place all across the country on National Period Day. I didn't even know there was a National Period Day. I had no clue. It was National Boyfriend Day the other day. There's a day for everything, I think, right? Do you think there's a day... Is there a National Frisbee Day where you go out and play Frisbee with a dog? I'm wondering. Not to devalue the National Period Day whatsoever. I think it's very important to bring awareness, especially to the tampon tax, which is ridiculous. The Houston National Period Day rally, the first of its kind, is being led by an all-youth team of organizers. In addition to fighting the tampon tax, they're trying to end the stigma associated with menstrual cycles and to end period poverty. Period poverty, never heard of that. wonder what that is. The group plans to wear red and rally. They're going to wear red, of course, at the Houston City Hall on Saturday, October 19th at noon to elevate the issue of purity poverty and demand real change to making period products more accessible for all and ending the tampon tax. According to the nonprofit, one in four women cannot afford period products due to a lack of income. Very sad. In a study, researchers found that 46% of low-income women had to choose between a meal and period products. This is unbelievable. This needs to end. These period products, like condoms, should be free. Why not? The Houston rally is one of three taking place in Texas. So if you guys are out in Texas, the Dallas, Austin, and Houston, all are going to rally on the same day, the 19th. I think this is a good cause. I think you should get out there, ladies and men. Support the women. Let the ladies have affordable menstrual products. These things are expensive. I've had to buy these things. Not for me, but for girlfriends in the past. I've been sent to the store. Of course. I've had to witness women curled up in a ball. They can't even move. Can't even get off the bed. They're in such pain. This is a tough time. The period is no joke. Isn't life hard enough being a woman? Do you have to also pay a tampon tax? That's what I'm saying, guys. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to think of an analogy for men. What would, we, what would be, we be upset about? But I can't even think of anything. I was like, what if we had a beard trimmer tax? Like, we do have a beard trimmer. This is a, if you buy a beard trimmer, there's going to be a tax on it. But I don't think that's even a, an appropriate analogy. I really don't. You don't need to trim your beard. You don't even need to grow a beard. You can live your life and escape a beard. I've done it my whole life. I can't even grow a beard. But for women all over the world, you can't. You gotta avoid your period. Sure, there's ways to do so. They're not cheap, though. It's hard enough being a woman. It's hard enough dealing with periods. I say, I can't believe it. Women on their menstrual cycle and, and, and pain, right? Discomfort. The occasional moodiness. Depression even. And then they go out and they have to go to work? You're bleeding at work? I'm like, go home. These women should be allowed to go home and sleep for two days. I support them. The menstrual products and the menstrual cycle, all of that. I can't tell you how many times I've I've rejoiced at a successful period. I really, <laughs> I really have. Like, whoo, yes, thank you so much, period. So happy to see you. Your arrival on the scene has made my day. Anyways, ladies, do your thing. National Period Day is coming if you didn't know. If you can't march in Texas, march in your local area. Or just, you know, shout about it 
on social media or whatever else. Do something. And guys, support. Freaking support. And if you're a local government or government or whatever, end these taxes. Do you agree? Disagree? I hope you agree. hope you're a reasonable person. Call Weird AF News and shout it out. Shout it from the mountaintops. 646-450-2012. Go, ladies, go! Hey, man. Thanks so much for listening to the episode, man. Really appreciate it, man. Did you get as high as I did, man? Yeah, you did. I want to give some shout-outs, man. Are you there still? Hello? Shout out to everybody who called me. Jay from Sacramento. Michael from Iowa City. Angry Florida man. I want to wish Michael a very happy birthday. It's his birthday today. He left me a message about that. Very lovely message from Michael from Iowa City about how much the podcast means to him. And uh, so I've actually, uh, especially for Michael, recorded a happy birthday Michael song that you can hear after this intro. I mean, outro. So I hope you enjoy that, Michael. Yeah, you guys can let me know about your birthdays. I'm not going to always perform a song for you, but if you're like an OG serious fan of the of the podcast, of course I will. I also want to give some love to Josh G, who's been sending me some very nice emails. Um, Josh says, uh, thanks, Jonesy. So far, I'm just about a little over a year, have over a year left from today of catching up from all your old podcasts of Weird AF News. And my brothers and I have been cracking up. Some of our favorites are when you kept going off the first time with Gorski and his 300,000 Big Macs that he ate, and the Flat Earthers, which we totally agree that they're nuts. It's nice hearing from Michael from Iowa, James from Texas, that funny guy Jay from Sacramento, and the nice lady from Florida, to name a few. I'm way overdue, but I like your music from way back, and even now, and you're awesome either way, man. Gotta take care of some stuff, but I'm glad <laughs> But I'm glad I had... Uh, nah, that makes no sense, but that... Thank you, Josh! <laughs> Josh from Vegas. Appreciate that. I love emails like that, of course. Fans of the show that actually go back in time and listen to every episode. I don't know how long that's going to take you, but there's a lot. So I appreciate I appreciate that, and I'm happy to entertain you on a road trip or whatever you're doing. Uh, yeah, Weird AF News is here for you, baby. Jonesy's here for you. That being said, please support Jonesy by donating to the, donating to the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. Take advantage of the extra content on there. If you like the weird stuff, you'll love the bonus episodes. I do them with another comedian, and they're just really out of this world. Adding another person to the mix is so fun. They're funnier than me. You're going to love it. So enjoy those bonus episodes. Enjoy the video I just uploaded about Serpent Mound, a very weird place in North America that I just had the pleasure of visiting and shot a really cool video. And some funny things happened within that. And you also learn something. And you get a glimpse into my weird-ass mind, some of the stuff I really nerd out about. Uh... Reach out to the show anytime. It's on Instagram, at Funny Jones. Twitter, at Funny Jones. Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Those are all my social medias. You have the email, funnyjones at gmail.com. And the number's been in there as well. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call. Have a great day. Happy birthday to Michael, a fan of Weird AF News. Happy birthday to Michael, a fan of Weird AF News. Michael, you made us another year. Michael, I hope your birthday is weird. Happy birthday to Michael, a fan of Weird AF News. Happy birthday to Michael, a fan of...
Jonesy, you just said woolly windbag, man. Oh, I got a new one for my uncle. Hell, we've been trying to think of something to call that son of a bee. He's just been ripping ass and passing gas for far too long. Maybe we can shut him up. By, hey, hey, Uncle Willie Windbag. Oh, that's damn. That's precious, brother. All right, I'll talk to you later. Hey, Jonesy. There's three things I learned going to Cub Scouts in Pinellas Park. Number one, always swim with a buddy. Number two, never play with matches. And number three, never cook bacon naked. Now, I don't imagine that them nudists were fighting the fire naked. They probably just loaned their vehicle out after they were done hosing each other off. You know, it gets a little hot and sticky there down in Tennessee. Anyway, Jerry, take it easy. Jonesy, this is Jay from Sacktown calling about the dog that shot the lady in the back seat of the pickup. Or whatever, however it happened. Oh, I was so juiced when you was talking about playing this story, and because I seen this story on the news and it was hilarious. And then I was twice more excited when you said I'm gonna play you a clip of the 911 call because I just knew my boy Jonesy had got the same snippet of news that I had got. But when you play the 911 call, you missed the best part. Oh, the news got it. Fox 40 News and Sackdown, they had me rolling because I don't know when of the 911 call. I don't know if you had heard the whole thing or what happened, bro. But when she got shot, I don't know when in the clip it was because, you know, they edited it out in the news too. But at one point, she was like, oh, oh, shit, it hurts. It hurts because it was like, oh, babe, it hurts, blah, 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 right? And then dude goes, oh, come on, baby. I know you're tougher than that. <laughs> and the news people were like, damn, she just got shot in the leg by the dog, and you talking about you know she's supposed to be tougher than that? What in the hell? That shit was hardcore, bro. Talk about country. Yo, yo, baby, you know you're tougher than that. What's wrong? <laughs> oh, my God, dude, I was rolling. Like, how? You got shot in the leg, and she's complaining because it hurts, and you're going to tell her, oh, I know you're tougher than that. That was cold-blooded, bro. Only in Oklahoma. I'm out. Hey there. I'm calling about the Florida Friday story about the parents that were so upset about the Universal Studios character and their photographs that were using the upside-down OK symbol. Uh, and on their in the photo, the character had uh, used the upside-down OK symbol on their child's shoulder, and uh, they were so upset about that. And I have to agree with Jay from Sacramento, who called in posing as Inspector Jones, and uh, say that that uh, that is up very upsetting. And you know, it's a theme now that symbol as a, a racist or a white supremacist symbol. Um, as you said yourself throughout the story, you read it a few times that the symbol, when it's used um, upside down, that's the issue. You lost track of that point as you were talking about it and saying, wow, should I stop using the OK symbol? It wasn't an upright OK symbol, Jonesy. It was upside down. And when you're using it upright, that's not the issue or the problem. But uh, I have to uh, say that Dallas also called in about this. And with all due respect to him uh, and his opinion about uh, the shooter in New Zealand, um, I think it's ludicrous, his opinion, that that shooter was truly a far-left zealot who was posing 
as a right-wing person. I mean, to set up his entire life and his lifestyle, setting up websites and everything else and posing as a right-wing person just to um, go out and kill a number of people so that the government of New Zealand would ban weapons, I think that's uh, pretty far-fetched. How likely do you think that a government is going to ban weapons just on the basis of his actions? Um, pretty, pretty unlikely that that is going to happen. A very far stretch to think that uh, on the basis of one action they're going to ban weapons and that he would have achieved his left-wing goals um, based on, you know, those actions. Yes, a lot of people were killed using those kind of uh, weapons, um, but to think that a, a, a left-wing person is going to set up that kind of a lifestyle posing as a right-wing person and uh, therefore achieve their left-wing goals, pretty pretty far-fetched and highly unlikely uh, that someone's going to set up their life that way and spare their life to be uh, institutionalized uh, for the rest of their life to achieve that goal, not very likely at all. So everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yes, Dallas, I realize you're entitled to yours, and I'm expressing mine now. But Yay! 